Welcome to Event Up, the place where people enthusiastic about events stay in the know on the latest trends within the events industry. Live, hybrid, and virtual experiences. From virtual events to conferences, award galas, and everything in between. Here's your host, Amanda Ma. Hello, welcome to Event Up, the place to get the latest and greatest in event industry news, ideas, and topics. In this episode, we will be discussing digital marketing trends and how to create a killer brand. Today, I'm joined by Kalika Yap, serial entrepreneur, inventor, author, and podcaster. Her businesses include the award-winning brand agency, Citrus Studios, LuxLink, The Wax Company, the Tangerine Company, and Orange and Bergamon. Kalika Yap is the author of The Little Brand Book, published by one of the world's top publishing house, HarperCollins. And she's also the host of the Entrepreneurs Organization, EO Wonder Podcast. Her goal is to help 1 million women entrepreneurs make 1 million in revenue and create 1 million jobs. How inspirational. Kalika, let's go ahead and jump right in. If you could share with the audience and just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the industry. Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me on your awesome podcast. I'm Kalika Yap, a serial entrepreneur. I'm an inventor, also a podcaster, and the author of The Little Brand Book. I'm a mom of two daughters who are also entrepreneurs, and my husband works in our businesses. And how I got started is, you know, I used to be a journalist. I moved out from New York to California. My boyfriend broke up with me, but he dumped me at the first internet cafe in Southern California. And so from there, uh, I was getting paid $6 under the table and on unemployment, uh, even though I had a private university degree from NYU. <laughs> and from there, just just fell in love with the new information technology called the World Wide Web and started building websites and uh, now building lots of brands for purpose-driven companies. And for those of you that don't know who Kalika Yap is, definitely Google her. She's very well known. If anything, she's a huge influencer in many different capacities. So that's why I'm so excited to have her and what advice would you give to people who are looking to make a killer brand? I know you do this for a living. You even gave me so many advice about my own brand and just about my company brand. Branding is all about a feeling. Now, people really try to overcomplicate it, but that really is all what it is. If people don't have a feeling when they say your name, if people don't have any type of butterflies, if you walk by, you won't stand out. So what's really crucial about building a killer brand is just to make people really stop and pay attention. And the way you can do that is being really clear about what you want to do in this world and also being the most authentic you that you can be. It's hard to be someone else. You know, a, a lot of the entrepreneurs that I mentor always are looking at everyone else's Instagram feed, everyone else's websites. But what about you? What are the books on your shelf? What are the types of clothes in your closet? Where are the places that you wanna go? That's how you create a killer plant. You have to get to know yourself. And then from there, have people get to know you. I mean, that's, I totally agree with that. Cause when I think about, whenever I see you or see you in, 
in action. I think you and I know each other for what, 10 plus years? You know, I know we still look so young, but you have such a great brand recognition. You know, everybody else, if your name comes up in conversations, like you're trustworthy, she's dynamic, she's a leader, right? You have your personal brand. And when we talk about your business, it's like, yes, her company's awesome. They do this and they're kind of the one of the top digital agency, right? So even our own agency, we use you guys too, but just in conversation. So you have really, really built a killer brand. So what are some of the things you need in order to build a really trustworthy brand presence, such as like on your website or even social media? One of the things that I see a lot of people really lacking is a really powerful email signature. People don't realize that that email signature can really speak volumes about who you are. Do you have it? Do you use? I use Ystamp, and I'm not an affiliate or anything. But what's great about a, using a tool like Ystamp is because it can tell people. You can add a quote. You can add uh, um, links to your book, your links to your podcast, links to things that you want people to know about you, links to organizations that you're involved in. So I think a lot of times when they're taking an inventory about their brand, they need to first start off with that. Is starting off with email, of course, having a, a a solid website. A lot of the websites in the past used to be like this bastard child that like people didn't care about it. But I got to tell you, the first thing that people will do is Google you and what shows up. So definitely taking a look at your website, definitely taking a look at social media, um, and also doing a real clear brand audit. I think that we did this before when we were looking at your brand, right? Typing the name of yourself, typing the name of your brand and see what comes up. Are those the photos that you want people to see? Because you can control that. If you have a website, you can actually rename all your file, file images that you want to show up when people Google you, like your headshot or whatever. You can actually really control what people see. That's what branding is all about, being able to control how people see you. Um, and, and websites, social media, those are really powerful. And email signatures, they're all powerful touch points that you all really need to pay attention to. It's all in the details. I love that. Yes, you did give me those tips and it's being implemented <laughs> continuously because you have to check right over time to make sure your brand is still consistent overall. And yes. with so many social media platform out there now, what are the top three recommendations? Kalika, you know, there's TikTok, Facebook, like every day there's a new platform that's coming out, I feel like. And then last year it was like Clubhouse. What are, what are your top three that you want to I guess your top favorites. I think TikTok, hands down, with no one else following, maybe TikTok and maybe Pinterest, you know, those two have really just, I think, shot through the roof in the past year or so. And I think the reason why TikTok is so, so important is because if you take a look at Clubhouse, right, it's, it's audio that you cannot save. So anyone who is a real creator wants to be able to save their content. With TikTok, you can save the content. It's really interesting. You can um, you can bring people in a duet. You can dance if you want. You don't even have to dance. You, it's video, it's short. You can add captions, uh, you can add music. And so it's a lot more interesting. And I think that if people focus on short form video marketing for their brand in the next coming year, that's really where they're gonna really succeed. This is such great tips. I hope you guys are all taking notes. And then uh, what are the latest trends that you're seeing in digital marketing space? 
Well, we saw how Facebook is now no longer being shown on a lot of iOS you know, devices. And I think that just being able to make sure that you're advertising in places where people will really see you. So I think as far as latest trends goes, it's um, as far as digital marketing, we really need to be focusing again, like I was saying, like in short form video marketing, making it really interesting for Instagram, it's using reels, and also making it really easy for your team to be able to do it as well. I think that using tools like Canva, so that it's very easy for you to create your social media posts, um, being able to plan your posts. We love using tools like Loomly. We love using tools like Planoly so that you can plan way ahead of time rather than you know doing things last minute. No, actually yeah, not. Falls. I mean, there's everyone is yeah. is moving towards TikTok just because it's just an interesting platform. You know, you can sing, you can dance, and and there people are really, really real there. I think uh, Evan, who's in one of our groups, had who owns a company called Moves and Shakers. He said people go to Instagram to feel bad, but they go to TikTok to feel good about themselves. <laughs> so I think that. Um, even though you are working on with big brands, I think it's important to be in touch with what's happening, you know, so that you can see how the world is changing. And it's not only for young kids, it's for business owners, it's for people in different niche, niches, it's for uh, older people. There's a lot of people that are over 40, over 50, over 60, you know, they're doing those hashtags. And it's for small business owners, for coaches, it's, it's, it's for everyone. So it's so wonderful. And you know what? We actually do use a lot of TikTok to look at trends and what's trending and for event ideas, you know? So since the pandemic, we've been doing so many what virtual events and just kind of building experience. It doesn't matter if it's in-person or virtual, but really it's like what's trending. So last year, tie-dye was super trendy. So a lot of our ideas or even activity was tie-dye related, right? This year is like charcuterie board is trending. So then you know, or the chocolate bombs, those are trending. And, you know, we start incorporating those because that's what's popular, right? I think it's such a great platform. And I agree with you with so other social media platform. TikTok is definitely one to kind of spark joy. So I love that tagline that they have because it aligns with ours very well. Yeah, I love that charcuterie thing that you brought up because I got to tell you, there was that one video where they were showing how they made these beautiful charcuterie boards and I just was mesmerized and I watched it over and over and over again. And I think if you are a brand that's going to be all in with TikTok, just make sure that you know you really know how to use the tool, making sure that you have links going back to your brand, making sure that once people go to your website that they can actually um, find out information about you so it's not just like you'll get ton of views on your videos and it'll just go nowhere. That's so fantastic. And as an entrepreneur, as a serial entrepreneur, actually, with multiple business, how do you kind of keep your brands consistent? Or do you keep them consistent? Well, they all have their different look and feel, but the core values are generally the same. So my core values spell out the word charm, change the world, have heart, all in, be remarkable and make lemonade out of lemons. And from there, depending on what the product is, like for instance, the waxing company is based in Honolulu. It has a more Hawaiian feel, you know, it has more earthy tone with Citrus Studios because it's a, a, we, we do digital marketing campaigns for huge brands like the Getty and, you know, Metro and things like that. So it has a totally, a totally different look. And for LuxLink, I invented the purse hook, you know, again, a, a a little bit more uh, fashion-oriented look, 
Orange and Bergamot is featuring uh, creative female entrepreneurs on the front page because those are who we cater to. So all the different brands have the same type of feel, very friendly, you know, very accessible, but a different look and feel. But I think it is important to keep your brand consistent for sure. Like it's, it's within your particular company. And I know you do this for a living, but I just had to say like all your website looks so nice and not just Thanks. nice, but they're also very functional. Yes. Right. Cause yes. there are certain times you're like, where is this? You can't find it or hard to navigate or, you know, you're like, okay, I I'm interested. I want to buy. And there's no button. Right. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we were doing your brand audit and then, and I was saying like, okay, scroll down and make sure that you have a sticky menu, a sticky navigation, because that's, that's one easy way for people to find where things are. A lot of websites, especially Squarespace websites, if you have a Squarespace website, you scroll down and then your logo and your menu completely disappears. It's really important as someone who owns an event planning company to be able to have a sticky navigation, a sticky button so that people know they're anchored to something. They know where to go. They know where to click. I love that. That was, yeah. And then also you taught me the little button on the site. So yes, the contact us. So, you know, now no matter where they are on the website, it's constantly there. Because who knows? Maybe as halfway through, there's Spark, and they say, "Do we want to reach out to us?" So now the button is there versus they have to go to the contact page. Yeah, it follows you around. That's what you want. You know, these little tips really add up to everyone's user experience with your brand. If you make it easier for them, they'll just have a better feeling about And we go back to the idea of brand being a feeling. They just feel like, oh, this person's really, really understanding me. Just like when you plan events, Amanda, like when you go into one of your events, like you just feel like, oh, wow, the, the host has really taken care of us. Same thing with your brand. Like if it's consistent, if you're still using a Gmail account, if you have, you know, uh, if you don't have an email signature, if it's hard to, to, to get in contact with you, it makes people a little bit, you know, uh, uncomfortable. And so you want to make them as comfortable as, as you can. Definitely. Okay. And I had the pleasure of reading your book. It's called The Little Brand Book. Can you share a little bit more about that? Sure. I wrote the little brand book uh, as my first step into helping a million female founders make at least a million uh, dollars in revenue and create a million jobs. A lot of times when women are going out in the world, well, let me just share a statistic first. You know, there are 15 million male entrepreneurs, but only 12 million female entrepreneurs. So there are 3 million women waiting in the sidelines to jump in. And so I was thinking to myself, like, what could I do to help these women who are, who have an idea, but perhaps may not know the best way to go about it? And so what I did with the little brand book was help people understand who they are, because that's really the first step in understanding yourself as a brand. You need to know who you are, what you do, and why it matters. So who you are is really an amalgamation of the qualities that embody who you are. So I have a little test here in the little brand book, which will tell you which 12, which of the 12 archetypes you fall into. And I believe that everyone is has two archetypes, a major and a minor. I don't know if you've ever taken a personality quiz and you're just like, yeah, you know, I'm an Aquarius, but you know, we're both, we have both have the same birthday. I'm an Aquarius, but you know, I'm not really quite an Aquarius. 
and it's true like you we're in Aquarius perhaps with like a Pisces rising you know there's a lot of nuance to to human beings these days and so the little brown book has 12 core archetypes and you can find out who you are and it just helps you take the very first step into building a brand that is authentically you I think you said you are a world changer and a leader which I think embodies who you are because you're such a purpose-driven, impactful, inspirational human being. You know, like everything you do, you, you want to be able to make an impact. And you're a leader, you know, but but the fact that it's world changer first and then leader shows sort of the priority. Like you really want to make a difference. You really want to change the world. And you're gonna do that by leading, leading the way. Yeah. And for those of you that, you know, definitely check it out. Is a honestly a very easy read. I did it over a weekend. And it was just when she had first had her book launch and it started out because I want to support Kalika, right? We know each other for so long, but then after I took it, I actually told my other business entrepreneur friends about it. I said, you guys should check this out. It really helped you identify like who you are, right? And then that can also help you enhance who, like Kalika said, your brand. So because of that, you know, I also want to help. I am so inspired by Kalika, her mission to help 1 million women entrepreneurs to make 1 million in revenue and create 1 million jobs. So today, whoever's listening on this episode, the first 10 people that's going to email my agency at info at innovatemkg.com, I'm going to give you the gift of Kalika's book of the little brand book. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. You're the best. I think it'll just help, you know, it's the gift I keep on giving, right? You're just And then with amazing. the holiday coming out, I think this will be a fantastic book. Even when you're sharing, I was like, oh my gosh, I was literally just talking with a girlfriend yesterday about, I really don't like holiday shopping. And now yeah. I have an idea. Because <laughs> this is useful, right? Yeah, you're, you're the best. Yeah. And can you go a little bit deeper into the different brand archetypes? Sure. Like you mentioned in the book. So there's 12. Yeah, there's 12, but maybe I could just sort of take you a little bit higher. So within those 12 archetypes, there's actually four main categories. And so we have what's called the sages, which are people who are information oriented. And those people who are in the sage category are our mavens, which are our teachers, our brilliant people who are our intellectuals, uh, are the originals, the people who are creative. Uh, Then we have another category called the seekers who are idea oriented and this archetype, the archetypes that fall under the seekers are the idealists, the game changers, the world changers, the explorers. Then we also have another category called the spark. These are the people that just want to just go out and do it like they're action oriented. So we have the heroine, we have the leader, we have the rebel. And then last but not least are our soul sisters. They're people who are nur- the nurturers in our community. They are very people oriented. Those are that's archetypes that fall in under there are the BFF, the gem and the charismatic. So yeah, I think that everyone is really different. And I think that if you do get the book, you not only learn about yourself and you have other, your other teammates take it, you understand how they flow as well. Because as you can see, like people who are intellectuals, you know, if, if let's say your, your brand or your client is someone who's an intellectual, right? They're just interested in facts, you know, so how you communicate, you can change the way you communicate with them by changing how they want to be communicated. They don't want emojis. 
they don't want you to ask them about their day. They just want to get to the bottom line. You know, they're busy people. They just want the bullet points. But if you know that one of your clients is the the people-oriented one, the soul sister, of course, you're going to have to ask them how their day was. In Hawaii, we have this thing called talking story. You have to talk story with them. You have to ask them how their day was, how your weekend was, and and it'll make them much more comfortable uh, before they um, you know, do business with you. So it not only helps yourself, it not only helps you understand your business, it also helps you understand your family and your, your colleagues and teammates. Yeah, and as a leader, right, I think my... You're right, because learning how to communicate with different types of people, and that's what makes a dynamic leader. And now all makes sense why you're such a good leader, you know, whether it's personally, like one-on-one or in the social setting, because that branding, again, it goes back to your brand, right? But then everybody I talk to, and they're all different, they're not the same as me, they all have very consistent perception of who you are and what your brand stands for. Yes. So- Archetypes are basically universal personas. Whenever you meet someone, you put everyone in a little box. That's what branding is. It's like a shortcut, you know, like your brain wants to put you in a box. So if you at least know what the universal archetypes are, you'll understand how like, oh, this person is this way. It just makes you feel a little bit better. And of course, you know, there's also this other school of thought of just like, we can be anyone, you know, there's huge potential, but this is just how the world works. Like how you show up every day tells people a little bit about who you are, what you stand for. And so being understand, understanding your archetype really helps people get clarity so that they know whether or not they're gonna do business with you. That's wonderful. So many great key takeaways today. My favorite, my top three favorite includes email signature and wise stamp was mentioned. I definitely will be checking that out. And then as well as the sticky menu, right? On your website so that people don't get lost on your website. And I think last one would just, you know, I'm just going to recommend people to read your book and do a self-assessment. And actually there's a small version, like a test on your little brand book website, right, Kalika? Yes, that yes, they could yes. Take? yes. Yeah, so you could definitely check it out. And I think give yourself that moment in time to figure out who you are as a person. I think that's the best gift that you could give yourself, you know? Um, and then it's like an easy way to do it. It doesn't have to be complicated. And so Kalika, thank you for sharing all your golden nuggets today. What is the best way for the audience again, touch with you? Uh, they can go to Kalika.com and it has links to all my companies and contact form. I'm so happy to you know, reach out to me anytime. Happy to help. Incredible. Thank you so much, Kalika, for joining us today. And for those of you that are tuning in, if you have any questions or if you're interested in reaching out to Kalika, feel free to do so. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode of Event Up. If your company is looking to level up your event experiences, we are your solution. We do all the work, you take all the credit. Don't forget to share and subscribe for more episodes. We look forward to speaking with you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time on Event Up.